He was a girl from the neighbouring convent of Jesus and Mary, a girl he liked enough to brave the usual heckling that burst from the back of the bus when he talked to a girl, even though he was sixteen. Today, the hecklers seemed hungover. Arthi closed the Pradeep's physics guide she was reading, and they began talking. They talked about this, that, Brian Adams, this, that, Brian Adams' evergreen classic, Summer of 69. Wasn't he wonderfully throaty? Had she seen the new Bombay concert video, and what about that superb line when he said, Standing at your mama's porch, you told me it'd last forever. It was the summer, the summer of sixty-nine. What was he talking about? His lost childhood, or his gained virility? But really, Arjun wished he could tell her how he hated the daily morning bust-up ritual. All eight kids trooped out onto the sidewalk by a man who couldn't hear anything. The eight kids now splitting into opposing factions and groups with the fickleness of politicians, each faction a campaign of shrill voices and stupid triumphs such as determining who could chuck Rita's water bottle farthest across the road without cracking the windshield of a car. And all this ridiculous brouhaha expiring the minute the buses arrived and dragged the kicking, screaming mobs away. But the family was not a mob. The family was a solar system. The family had planets and satellites and the occasional baby that burned its way in like a mewling meteorite. As the oldest child by four years, the other children were separated by only nine to twelve months in age, Arjun had by now played every role in this evolving system. Pluto, the Sun, Jupiter. Everything but a satellite, really. He replaced Mama as head honcho when he was thirteen and she was recuperating from a difficult pregnancy. Ten kids orbiting around him, tripping over their laces to get a piece of him, waiting for him to proclaim judgment on the crooked fixture of their ties. And now, now he was Pluto again, cold, on the periphery, unimportant. He still had to read nursery rhymes to the four babies and soothe his pregnant mother by whistling filmy tunes. But otherwise he was trapped with twenty-four other probing eyes spinning around him. Eyes that saw him only as a big threat to their personal nutrition at the dinner table. Arjun was the biggest and ate the most. He had no privacy in the house and hated that. For instance, last night, for exactly 1.67 seconds at 23.35 hours Indian Standard Time, he had walked in on his parents doing it in the nursery. There, in the cleft between the three cribs on the pinkish floor, lay Mama on her back in a polka-dotted nightie. Papa bubbling uncertainly beyond her huge stomach, the papery jaws of his pyjamas famished around his ankles. The four babies in their cribs were screaming. Mr. Ahuja twisted his head in panic. Arjun stumbled back into the corridor. The impression he retained was less a photograph and more a rash. The negative of his own skin blazed and exposed. Immediately, he was crazed with questions. How did Mama and Papa still have sex? How did their two lumpy bodies stack up, each one lost in the vast, flabby expanse of the other's skin? Was this sex or swimming? He'd always imagined they had sex when all the children were at school. Maybe they did, thought Arjun. Maybe they were at it again. The thought annoyed him, and as revenge on his parents, he told Arti on the bus. Speaking of which, did I ever tell you about my band? We recently covered Brian Adams' songs. B-side sort of stuff, you know?
Really? she asked. Yeah, you should come and watch us. They passed over a series of flyovers, and the driver heroically hastened the ancient bus down the slopes. These overpasses were Papa's concrete humps, Arjun realized. Flyovers were being constructed all over Delhi as part of Urban Development Minister Ahuja's plans to rid the city of traffic lights and reinvigorate traffic flow. Even now, a number of flyovers lay incomplete, the two rising slopes frozen in mid-air like tongues that failed to touch. He wondered what tongue on tongue felt like. I'd love to, said Arti. They arrived at school. See you later. Okay, bye, he said swiveling his heels towards the gate of St. Columba's, and she said nothing, only looked him in the eye, and that was a good sign. Arjun wanted to slap himself on the back. God, she was so pretty. With her